KJ, and welcome to the Midwest Bias Podcast. I'm just going to do one thing right now because we've got a review, we've got a review, we've got a podcast review, and I'm reading it. Title, Is It Good? You Betcha, Five Stars. This is a great podcast, whether you're from the Midwest or not. With a variety of topics, there is something for everyone. This is from S. Moffett, M-O-F-F-E-T-T-R-V-A. Oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. Thank you, S. Moffett. River, reveal yourself to me if you want a sticker. DM me, send an email to midwestbiaspod at gmail.com. I usually try to guess who these people are when they have these mysterious names, but uh, I don't, don't have a clue. Moffat, last name, could be Patrick Moffat. S. Moffat, it's not it's Patrick. I'm not going to, I just, I'm not good at trivia. Anybody who listened to Speaking of Tangents knows I'm not good at any type of trivia or guessing. So I'm just going to stop it right there. Thank you, S. Moffat, RVA. Like I said, I love reading these reviews. Thank you. And now let's get right into our Midwest guest co-host of the day. Time for the Midwest guest co-host. She's the best co-host of the day. Yeah, it's the Midwest guest co-host. Yeah, you betcha she'll know just what to say. Yes, it is time for our Midwest guest co-host. And joining me again, it's Karen Middlestadt. Hello, KJ. Good to be here. Thanks for joining me, Karen, again. It's always great to have you. Thank you. Where are you coming to us from today? Are you in Green Lake? Are you in Madison? Yes, today I'm live in the lower level at Green Lake, the lower oh, level office. Are. Yes, okay. working from home, looking out my window, the little um, the little plumber man just left. He installed a reverse osmosis system, and the Ooh. golfers are out among the falling leaves and sleet, so it's been a very active day here. Wait a minute. There are, why are, okay, I must be a fair weather golfer, because it's, let me look at my... 37 degrees here with a 12 mile an hour wind. Yeah, it's brisk and blowing. Um, some of these, I I mean, I'm compelled to call them losers, have <laughs> seemingly customized like draperies for their golf carts because it's so cold and miserable. And oh. I feel like if you'd like to man up and be out there in this, then do it. But if you're going to put like a little shanty around your golf cart, then maybe you better stay home snuggled up with your cup of tea because this isn't, this is not the place for you. It's, it's, we, we ended up having to go out yesterday. Uh, my partner, Amber, her uncle was in town for, from Florida and wanted to golf. And I oh. thought it was similar yesterday, you know, 40s, yes. Yes. rain, sleet. I thought dude from Florida is never going yeah, right. to play in this. So I am not going to cancel because he will. And then he'll uh-huh. look like, you know, the loser. <laughs> yes. But dude shows up. Uncle Tim shows up here in his short sleeve Packers faux jersey with his name on the back and is like ready to tee off wearing sunglasses. There's no sun. You couldn't find the sun 
to save your life. Uh Acting like this is how he's used to playing golf. I was miserable. Miserable. I bet you were. Yeah, I had those uh, Titleist, like, cart mitts, you know, and um, hand warmers in them. It was not pleasant. I almost walked off twice. The second (laughs) sleet storm, I turned to Amber and I said, listen, (laughs) if one more flake falls from the sky, I'm taking the (laughs) shortest path home because this is miserable. There's just no reason why I need, I mean, there's no money on the line. There's there's nothing. It's not a tournament. No, but, but people do it. You know, you and I have played in a tournament of cold weather, but never sleet. And then there is something on the line. The tournament that we played in early September, you brought those heavy Titleist mittens out. And we kind of said, what's with the mittens? And then we were like, yeah, Karen's smart to have those mittens. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of weak, though, don't you think? I mean, yesterday was legit mitten time. Mm -hmm. But now that you mention it, I probably was a little girly back in September. I mean, because it was probably, what was it, 50? It was, yeah, 50 or 60, but it it took a while to warm up. It took the first nine holes to warm up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you were smart. That's right. Uh, So how did he play? Because when it's cold like that. Horrific. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly. But it wasn't the cold. I think Uncle Tim is just not a golfer. He blamed it on his lack of um, golf shoes that he'd left in Florida. but. But he would spin. I mean, and he did spin out of every shot, but it was not. I mean, there's no golf spike in the world that was going to keep that man planted <laughs> with the swing he had going on. It was too much to ask. He's just not good. I think that's, okay. the, that's Can, the bottom line. So your golf course still is taking tee times? Yes, and charging. That char- I was a little surprised, you know, because I don't pay to play. Right. And uh, I told old Josh, the pro is like, you know, we have a guest, Uncle Tim. He's like, okay, that'll be $70. I thought, oh, what? Bummer. Yeah. I mean, that's the off season rate, but 70 bucks with a cart for Uncle Tim. Oh my gosh. Okay. So today you, you got the reverse osmosis system and I'm going to, I'm going to guess that it's better than ours. We installed ours ourselves, but we like it. Uh, Yeah. I'm impressed that you know how to install a reverse osmosis. I didn't even know what it was until Amber's like, we we need to get this. I'm not sure how good ours is. Well, ours makes like very, it, I will admit that it makes very clean water, but I think yeah. it filters out anything good or bad that was ever in the water. <laughs> yeah, and now right. it's just it like clear liquid coming out of the special little beverage tap that we had to buy. Yep. Did you hook yours through the refrigerator too? Like, do you have a water and ice dispenser no. on your? No. You didn't do that? Yeah. Mm-mm. Plumber man did. I Seems fine. Oh, good. I'm happy mm-hmm. to hear. I can't wait to try it for my in my next visit. I can't believe I was drinking water from your house that wasn't reverse osmosed. <laughs> true. I know. Amber said, let's get the well tested. I said, for what? I mean, we, this is everyone. We're fine. Everyone we know is fine. Everyone who has ever had a cup of water here is fine. Like, what are we just looking for trouble and problems and <laughs> yes. ways to spend money? I didn't know. But yeah, the problem is that Amber really likes to research. So she just sits <laughs> with her computer and she finds all these things that need to be done. 
I feel like someday I'm going to like pull up her phone and she'll have like Googled, what can I spend money on today? And, and she must just, maybe that's her first search of each day. And, it, and today came up with reverse osmosis. And who knows what tomorrow's going to be? Well, she's a very good researcher. I, I, I feel like at one point before we ever came to see you, our names were researched. <laughs> But we don't let just anybody in, you know. Yes. <laughs> we we like to have a little background on on our friends and guests. Yes, but it was the best. Uh, when I heard this and then Amber listed things about me that I had forgotten. Yeah, you ran in this 5K race in such and such a year and she remembers this off the top of her head. <laughs> it's a miracle I passed the inspection. Yes. Oh, we kid because we love Amber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Should we do some uh, Twitter talk? Yes. Ready. Admittedly, we are doing this or, you know, if I inside baseball, behind the curtain, whatever you want to say, we are doing this early in the week. So we don't have much Twitter talk from last week's episode, but we have some. And also Karen's doing this between meetings. So thank you. Yeah. Well, it's just another important task for the day is this podcast, KJ. Okay, good. I'm glad. Okay, from Michelle Pendleton at M. Pendleton. And this is in response to that uh, Culver's Curder Burger that we talked about last week. Yes, I heard that. She says, oh my, a friend from Wisconsin posted about the Curder Burger. There is a Culver's 17 miles from here. So we took a trek yesterday. Lots of gooey cheese goodness. I don't know that I'd do it again, but it was fun to try. Also, I split it with my husband, which was a good choice. Now, Michelle lives in Houston, Texas. Hmm. Yeah. So I was surprised that Houston, Texas, or that Texas had a Culver's. Yeah, I think they're going south. Well, they're going all over. So I replied, or I responded that way, and she said, yeah, there's such, I don't remember exactly, but there's a lot in Texas, and then somebody said there's one in Atlanta, and somebody said there's one in Louisiana. And then I thought to myself, well, I may have even responded this. I've seen Mr. Culver's new home construction, so I guess I shouldn't be that surprised that there are so many Culver's. Well, dude needs some Culver's to pay for that house, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. He needs all the Culver's he can get. And a new little marketing ploy like the Curter Burger to bring yes. poor people through his doors. Now, do you, have you tasted the Curter Burger? Absolutely not. And never will. No, I, I won't either. The whole concept, I mean... I was just reading, Wisconsin, it's like, you know, Wisconsin is home to Culver's and Mr. Culver. And mm-hmm. it's like something like 34, 35% of the people of Wisconsin are obese. So I'm pretty sure the last thing we need here is a Curter Burger <laughs> for whatever it is, 15 days every October. But uh-huh. no, I, I, no, I won't. Tr- I mean, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't even look, ap- you know, sometimes there's these things and you're like, like sometimes Rachel reports will say about those fair food things. Yes. And I'll think that is very out there. And every now and again, one of them will be like, oh, but that would probably be good if I were to admit it to myself. Right. There's nothing right. about the Curter Burger that has appealed to me. So, uh, agreed. No. Agreed. No. Uh, and she, Michelle said it was a lot of good gooey cheese, but the fact that she split it was her, with her husband, I think that if I were ever to try this, which I don't want to. That's I'd have to just have a little portion. It looks too much. Like maybe a sliver for the just for the novelty of it. Yeah, for the taste test. But I'm not yeah, paying not. for this thing. What do you get when you go to Culver's? 
Like if well, I, I typically don't go to Culver's because mm-hmm. it's very tempting for me to get I uh, ice cream or you know whatever it is they call it custard. That's but right. But I, you, both the Hall of Famer and I usually get the kids' meal, and it's just perfect. A hamburger, oh. fries. Well, I suppose you could choose the apple slices, but come on, we choose the fries. Or the, the go tube. Or applesauce, I think, is another one, and a small pop. And uh, a sundae, a type of, uh, like, a, the, the flavor of the day, but we always, unless the flavor of the day is, like, really good, we get chocolate ice cream, and we pay a quarter extra to put in hot fudge and cookie dough. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, I get, mm-hmm. I get the garden fresco salad. Oh, yeah, yeah, this does not surprise me. Um, I have gotten, when I've been to Culver's too, when I'm trying to behave, but the uh-huh. Famer wants a, wants a, you know, custard, I will get the seasonal strawberry salad or whatever it is. Strawberries and pecans, I think, or almonds. Oh, like, is it called like strawberry fields or something? I think I see it next to my garden fresco. Yes, something so, like but that. But yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran past Mr. Culver's new house this morning and he he's getting his sod placed today if you wanted a little construction update. Oh, he is. I do want a yeah. construction update. So he has, if I'm remembering the house right, it's like copper, copper roof, copper everything. Well, it's like copper accents. So peaks of yeah. the roof, the gutters, the little turret yes. tower. Yes. I don't know if they're bird retardant spikes or lightning oh. spike. What I don't know yeah. what those things are. Or Mrs. Culver's lookout. I'm not sure what's up in the tower, but that's <laughs> okay. all copper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then, so I am remembering it correctly. And the yeah. hugest screen porch you could ever want or imagine. Very huge with a lovely mm-hmm. outdoor dining, uh, yes. cooking kitchen thing. And I'll tell you what, I bet you he's not serving the Curter burger there. No, I'm pretty, no. well, mm, I don't know. You know, there's this post in the front yard, this brick post thing with this little other post on it. And it's clearly been planted there for some kind of sign. Oh, you know, and I'm just kind of curious because I fear it's going to be that oval. I mean, I think it's going to be the Culver's logo. Don't you think the little blue oval thing that says like Culver's in front of his house? Does he really want people to know? I can't say for sure, but I think he's pretty proud to be Mr. Culver, Mr. and Mrs. Culver down there. Well, when the sign goes up, I need to be alerted immediately. Okay. You can be the first to know. Uh, I will. I will let you know. Okay, good. Okay, thank you, Michelle Pendleton. And the next tweet came from Jenny Robbins at Robbins underscore Jenny. And she was responding to our pod or our link on Twitter. And she said, at Amy Martin Music. So she's talking to Amy Martin. This is about, mm-hmm. we talked about the Maryland steamed blue crabs. She said, start them with eating a crab cake first, then let them work into a crab feast. And glad you didn't explain soft shells to them. At Midwest Bias Pod, remember, if you want to visit the Bay Area, you've got a place to stay in hashtag Annapolis. So apparently they think, or Jenny thinks that crab cakes might be easier for us to take than the whole crab feast. And Mm -hmm. I want to know, Karen, have you had Maryland steamed blue crabs? Not that I recall. No. And I I don't think I would prefer them. I I don't prefer to eat things that are like in the shape or form that they were when they were alive. Oh. You know? Okay. So like a, a crab is like a crab. A lobster is like a lobster. Shrimp. I guess these are mostly fish things. Uh-huh. Yep. But no, I'm not. I, I feel like that's, I don't, you know, like how, you know, they don't call 
steak isn't like cow. It's right. so similar. It's I guess it's the name of things and the shape of things. Like if someone were to say, oh, would you like some pig for breakfast? I would say no. But if they offer me bacon, then I'm fine with that. <laughs> so it's so I don't know if we can correlate this verbiage. to the, the crabs. But no, I'm, I don't think I've eaten crabs. And so when Amy Martin was explaining the crab to the Hall of Famer with the mustard and the organs, uh-huh. that wasn't appealing to you? No, I was not inclined to to get on a plane to Baltimore. <laughs> no. Okay. And then she said, Jenny said, also glad you didn't explain soft shells to them. Do you know what soft shells are? Well, I think I always presumed that they were a sea creature that mm-hmm. was edible to some people who were so inclined, but that they essentially either had shed their husk part or never had it. And so oh. you could just sort of eat them as they were. What would be an example? I can't think of it because like a shrimp, you have to peel a shrimp. Right. But that's but, what I think it is. What is it? Well, I don't really know, but I, but oh. I do know that Amy Martin then re, at Amy Martin Music responded, oh man, do I have the photo for you all. And I'm going to send you this photo of Amy Martin holding this sandwich. And it looks like there's a crab in between the bread. And it's I, what I said. And I said, what is that? There's like no exoskeleton. Don't you think that's what I said? Yeah, it's basically what you said. That's right. Yeah, I was right. Soft shell Mm -hmm. crab sandwich. Absolutely not. I'm glad she didn't explain those to me because, first of all, there's no way I'm getting my mouth around that. Well, that's true. It is a very large sandwich to begin with. I have a very small mouth. Mm -hmm. I cannot even, no joke, I have to open my mouth to the fullest to get a banana in my mouth. So this is not opening. I am not going to be able no. to eat that. No way. And the no. other thing is, it doesn't look appealing to me that that crab hanging out of the sandwich. I just can't. No. No. I think the, I think the takeaway here is that Amy Martin is like a lovely musician and a very brave woman, but she has horrible culinary tendencies. <laughs> I mean, not never have met the woman. Everybody on the Bay Area seems to love this. So, you know, I'm willing to try it, but I'm going to have to need, I'm going to have to have somebody cut those soft shells in little bite sizes for me. My little petite mouth. I think I need, maybe need to be a little careful because here I'm like ripping on the, these coastal <laughs> culinary things and I've got the Curter burger. Yeah, as, right down as the my, block. Uh, my region's contribution to down the block. Yep. <laughs> Don't have to go far to find the, the devil no. in that. And I sure hope he does put the Culver's blue logo in his front yard. I really do. Well, you know, his, this is, it's, no one probably cares, but you know, his former house on the lake was across the lake. And when he put mm-hmm. it on the market, I was looking at the, um, the, the little real estate photos because you know I thought I might need a two million dollar property and and it was all it the, the it was sort of creepy the interior was all Culver's motif like um oh. in the mm. kitchen he had this huge like shape of Wisconsin wooden wall hanging thing that said welcome to delicious <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a good chance that we might have the little Culver's logo right out front the house yeah, you have a little more insight. I did not do that research. Did you, let's be honest, did you research that or did Amber look that up? 
Oh, yep. That would have been Amber now that you mention it. But I, I can still take credit for the not rota- retaining the knowledge of it because that's a step, oh, too. Of course. Of course. It's not just one in eyeball and out the other. But yeah. yeah. Okay. I think you might be right. I think mm-hmm. you might. Yeah, you might be right. Speaking of Amy Martin, did how did she do with satisfying the caring condition on last week's episode? Oh, I thought she did a lovely job. Yeah. Oh, good. And and I th- and I thought it was refreshing too that she wasn't a Tony Kornheiser contact. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that she grew up in that area and had never heard of him. That makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, they ran Ooh. in different circles. They sure did. Uh, okay, last tweet for the week at uh, Will at Aquarium D R N K E R. And he sent us a tweet by Regional American Food at Regional U.S. Food, which I've never heard of, Karen. Mm-hmm. And it says, Hamballs, Iowa, a meatball made with ground ham, ground beef, and graham cracker crumbs, mm. typically served with a tomato brown sugar no. glaze. And Will no. wants to know, is this a Minnesota staple? Um, no. Uh, not yeah, that I'm aware say, of. You take that on. I'm... No, I can't imagine. I, it isn't. It. It, I don't want this. Do you think I mean, you put it over like pasta, like as an alternative? Uh, well, it says a meatball. You said a meatball. Well, there are. I can't imagine. Uh, Graham cracker. I've got two pictures. I'm going to share them with you. They look like they just look like meatballs, but they look like they're um, glazed and they're in a nine by thirteen pan. Yeah, I see them. So, no, I mean it's less. It's less off putting than the fish between the bun but yeah no I'm not eating this either I'm not a fan of meatballs I'm Norwegian and Swedish and I don't even eat Swedish meatballs but what's in a Swedish meatball I don't know I think it's just it's probably I don't have any idea ground ham and probably ground beef probably just the only yeah the, the only perspective I have is like when you go to Ikea and they have the little menu board in mm-hmm. my memory yeah. it's served in a gravy I don't know if that's oh. the distinction or not, but that's what I remember from shopping at IKEA. Did you do you have you gotten the Swedish meatballs when you're at IKEA? Absolutely no. I mean, who would go to? I think the whole concept of here I'm at my furniture store where I can also buy like votive lights, and now I might <laughs> stop for a little meatball. No, Mm-mm. no, I'm not eating at IKEA. Yeah, okay, I've never have either, but I'm just shocked at your. You, you you remember, you must have just glanced up at the menu board and saw meatballs and gravy and kept on walking. Well, that's exactly what I did. I like looked up and saw like, what is this, a cafe? And then, you know, <laughs> saw the little photo thing like at the Chinese restaurants of here's all of the delightful right. little entrees we have and thought, what is this? And who are these people? Like the same, it's those same people, I think, who eat the pizza at Costco that uh-huh. were eating the meatballs at Ikea. Now, when you say eat the pizza at Costco, do you mean that they buy frozen pizza from Costco? Or no, they I mean they sit pizza? there on those picnic bench. Like they sit, oh, you know, yeah. they sit there at the end when it's like finally yeah. you've gotten it done at Costco and you can go home. And these people choose to buy a pizza slice and then not only buy the pizza slice, they choose to sit there on a picnic yep. table and eat mm-hmm. it while all the other people check out and stare at them. I would, they would, I would <laughs> yeah. never do that I, I don't know who it always seems like there's at least 10 UPS men doing that so <laughs> I kind of get it for the UPS man but the right. rest of them they I have just to get a question. quick lunch yeah. yeah I mean they got business I, I presume they made a delivery uh-huh yeah you're probably right about that but the one thing is 
and I have never had Costco's pizza, but it's cheap. And so maybe they shopped in their shop so much that they were hungry, you know, shop till you drop and they had to have the pizza. They could not wait till they got home. Okay. Well, it's, <laughs> it's possible. I just, I can't, I don't think I would ever find myself in that position where I would you absolutely had to eat my Costco pizza now with the people watching. <laughs> If you had in front of you a plate of Maryland steam crab, soft shell, <laughs> meatballs with sugar, glaze, honey, bro- tomato, brown, graham crackers, or a Costco pizza, which plate would you choose? Oh, I thought you were going to say, or a Curter burger. Or a Curter burger. Add that in there. Which plate oh, would and you we choose? Could, we could put like the McRib sandwich that has like the, yes. the, the meat patty shaped as a human rib cage without a single <laughs> bone in it. But we could add that to it. Or what what is it? What was that? Remember that KFC? Oh, gosh, KJ. What was it? The K- K- Chicken and waffles? No, no. It was like it didn't have a bun. It had a chicken patty and then like bacon. Like the bun was the chicken. They had two chicken patties serving as oh, the yeah. buns. Yeah, that thing. you're right. These are all things that we don't need in the world. Okay. So we got all those out there. Which do you take? Oh, well, I think of of the actual food items, I would probably be inclined towards the Costco pizza. But <laughs> I figured you'd say that. If yeah. I had to eat the Costco pizza at the picnic table, then then I wouldn't prefer that either. Okay, so it's the picnic table that disgusts you. Well, yeah, I think it disgust might be harsh, but it just makes me kind of question the decision making <laughs> skills of these people. That's, I guess, <laughs> what it does. Okay. okay, I am so glad I've never eaten at that picnic table because there have been times where I'm like, oh, I want a soda and I'll go buy a Diet Pepsi and take it to on the road. Well, that's that's problem number whatever, 12, is that they serve Pepsi products. So yeah, that is that, is a that also makes me disinclined towards their cafe. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess not you. So you, you get like a Pepsi and then you think, oh, I'm going to be a little parched as I shop. And you start with a Pepsi and then you shop? No, no. I, afterwards, if I've been oh, shopping, I hate shopping. So, you know, sometimes like I need a little reward. I just went through that. And so on my way out the door, I'll grab a Diet Pepsi and then uh-huh. drive home drinking that. But I don't okay. eat it at the, I don't drink it at the picnic table. Then, then you remain in my social graces. <laughs> good, good. That's mm-hmm. all I really want in this whole world. <laughs> that true of so many of us. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, I wanted to bring, bef- no more tweets, but I wanted to bring up something. And tell me if you've heard this before, because I feel like I said this on a previous podcast, but maybe not. There are two incidents lately that make, it just feels to me, Like the world, the people are getting meaner and meaner. And maybe that's not that they're getting meaner and meaner, but they're getting more entitled or emboldened to be mean outwardly. Does this ring true to you at all? Almost definitely. Yeah. Okay. So I have two examples of really things that just really pissed me off um, about people. And they're both both involved taking our dog for a walk on a trail. Yeah. Now I know that you are not a dog person, or you, you you're, you're. Hey. <laughs> I wonder, wonder if I would have done whatever these horrible people did on the trail to you and your dog. Okay, proceed. <laughs> okay, well, you're allergic to dogs. I shouldn't say you're not a dog person, but you're allergic to dogs. Yes, but yes, 
But okay. sometimes, yes, this is true. Pretty much no. so. But also, I just don't like dogs. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder, you know, maybe Amber. Oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. Maybe Amber would have an opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one is one I think I maybe talked about on the podcast. Uh, the Hall of Famer and I were in the lacrosse area for a weekend, and we were hiking on a trail up by Granddad's Bluff, the beautiful part of the Driftless. And we're out there walking, and everywhere that you go says, please keep your dog on a leash. Everywhere. So anyway, this guy was walking with a, a huge dog. And you've seen Rue. She's small. Maybe you haven't seen Rue. No, I've been spared of Rue. I know. I was going to say I've been spared of Rue. Rue is so sweet. You would yeah, love oh, I'm Rue. Sure, oh, I'm sure I would, yeah. But anyway, so Rue is about 20 pounds, but this dog was probably 80 or 90 pounds. And very, mm-hmm. to the guy's credit, the dog was polite. But the dog came running up to Rue, and Rue is skittish. She's still learning. She's a rescue dog. She's still learning. You see how I got the rescue dog in there? That's what people mm-hmm. do when they rescue dogs. Mm-hmm. They want you to know how great they are. So she's skittish about everything. She's getting better, but she still, she loves dogs, but you know, the dog came right up to her and sniffed her and sniffed her and sniffed her. And the, the, and the guy's like yelling at the dog, the dog won't come back. And I was getting pissed because usually I choose not to say anything. And this time I finally said something because the guy had a leash in his hand, but he just sat there and let the dog sniff all over Rue instead of taking the dog away. Said I turned and said something to him, which I was actually proud of myself because this is not a Midwestern thing. I said, could it be time for the leash maybe? And he totally ignored me, didn't even acknowledge my existence. And the lady that was with him then said, uh, do you think you want to put the leash on? Nope. Nope. He doesn't need a leash. And then uh, she said something like, well, I don't know. I don't know what he's like. And she was trying to, I think she was trying to, you know, apologize for the guy to us. She was associated with the guy? She And I think, Karen, they were on a first date, and I don't think that looked very oh. well for him. Very no, good for him. done. Yeah. So that was number one. They're both related to dog leashes. It really just bothers me when people just assume that the rules don't apply to them. And this is, you know, you can see this in any type of situation mine happens to be these leash things i like to let my dog off leash too it i'm not saying like oh people that want to let their dogs off leash are jerks i like to but they're you you just not you can't let that happen you gotta and when the owner of the other dog asks you to put the leash on in her midwestern way you at least should acknowledge her Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Do you think if this is mean or isn't it mean? I just think it's like, it's just. Yeah. I mean, I tend to think kind of like all y'all dog people can just sort of work it out amongst yourselves because I feel like you've all got your own little issues. Like, remember, I don't yes. know, I think it was a few episodes ago you had a conversation about at the um, Minnesota Twins game, there was like dog in the park or something yeah. like this. Yep. And I remember listening and thinking, why can't these people just go to a baseball game and leave their dogs at home? <laughs> like, wh- why do we, why is this a thing? Like, I, I just don't understand why it ha- Think of all, all the accommodations that have to be made to bring in all of these dogs. And I just don't understand the why it's necessary. 
I do appreciate that point of view uh, as far as because I, I have that's probably why Target Field doesn't do it. A lot of work, a lot of prep work. And liability. I mean, yes. because it seems that you all think your dogs, like this gentleman thought, well, I know what my dog is going to do. My dog will not cause any trouble to this little rescue dog thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you as the other person, you don't know what his dog is going to do, nor are you all that confident realistically in what your dog is going to do. Because like a dog is going to dog and you can, you can think you've trained it or whatever but short of putting a muzzle on it you can't really say for sure what's going to set things off so no you can't this is why you should keep them on yes i think i think you handled that surprisingly well for you like (laughs) because what did you say do you think it's time for the collar or the leash do you think it's time for that leash and as long as you didn't say it like with a tone i feel like that's a very appropriate thing like I understand you were going to let it get this far but I think now we might have moved on to the leash so I think I think you did a nice job with that the, I wouldn't have thought that was the example about aggressive people in yeah. society today but if that's if that's your best example for it is the it decline isn't. of society and our civility towards one another then such is it but <laughs> I, I think you handled it well I I figured that, well, thank you. I figured that when I did tell this story, your reaction would be, I don't think that that story really, you know, that's not very bad as far as people being aggressive and mean. Yeah. But I just thought the guy's tone or the guy's arrogance was, it just bothered me that he thought that he he was above the rules. That's all. That's right. Yep. Yep. And then we had a similar situation at a different place where the guy was, walking off leash with two dogs and his dogs came right up to Rue and uh, he said, oh, they're good. They're friendly. And again, I just had had it and I actually said something, which is something I don't usually do twice now, Karen. I said, yes, but our dog is very skittish. And I think I said something like she gets scared easily when other dogs come up to her. And he, yes, I think that's good. He didn't care. He didn't put him on a leash and he just kept walking. Ignored me totally. Oh, yeah. But these are my situations, and they're not terrible. Nobody punched me. Nobody was swearing. But it's this the idea that you, other people aren't important, and you're out for yourself, and you don't care what if it says, these rules don't apply to me. I don't need to put a leash on my dog because my dog's good. You know what? Rue's well-trained too, but I still put her on a leash. Because I'm not a monster. Do you want to hear my my little story of crazy, aggressive yes. strangers? I think yours will be absolutely better. I don't know if it's going to be better, but it's not going to be about a dog. So <laughs> I know. I thought, see, this is part of the reason that I wanted to talk to you about the dogs, because I knew you'd have a different perspective. Like, why in the world would you want to bring a dog to a baseball game? Leave your dog at home. <laughs> or a park. Why would you want to walk your dog on a trail in the woods? Yes. Okay, so my story is I went to the quick trip to mm. get a fountain Coke, Diet Coke. Diet Coke, yes. And I felt like there was kind of a lot of people parked in the parking lot spots up, you know, frequently at, at least at quick trips or other convenient marts, they have like a row of parking spaces that kind of nose into the building and then they right. have the pumps. And I yeah. felt like there was sort of more cars up there in those little parking spots 
than I would prefer. And I don't prefer to park kind of among the riffraff. And so <laughs> I just pulled up to a little, a little gas pump spot and got out, walked in, got my fountain Coke, was walking back out. And there was this woman in one of these big old conversion vans that she'd kept with her since the seventies. And she was pumping gas and I was just minding my own business. I was happy. I had my diet Coke going about, it was early in the day. I was going about my business. So happy. And she said, did you park there and not get gas? And I said, yes. And she, she said, why would you do that? These, these spots are for gas. If you want gas, if you just want something inside, then that's what the parking spots are up front are for. And she's like going on, these spots are for this and you should park there and whatever. And she was very agitated, certainly unnecessarily so, in my opinion. And so, so I just said, thank you for your insights and was getting like, cause I didn't know what else to say. I'm not going to get uh-huh. into it with her and say, right. well, I have every right to park here. Cause I probably really don't. But uh-huh. so I was just like, let's get the heck out of here. Cause we don't need this trouble on a no. Wednesday morning. No. So I said, well, thank you for your insights. And she said, what did you say to me? And I said, ma'am, I said, just thank you. I appreciate your insights. And uh-huh. she said, you are a selfish idiot. <laughs> like she's yelling at me you are a selfish idiot and I I I just didn't know what to say because I I just so you know what I said I mean talking about midwest nicer what yeah I said thank you this is what I said (laughs) I a woman a stranger calls me a selfish idiot for for getting a soda fountain while I was parked in a gas spot Mm -hmm. and I say thank you. I was <laughs> yeah. just, I was mortified driving away. I mean, I was embarrassed because she'd made such a scene. And then I felt like I probably should have handled it differently. And then I thought this horrible woman who was up in your business for no reason, like there's mm-hmm. just no reason for her to be that angry about this scenario. Right. And I, she calls me a selfish idiot. And I, my rebuttal is to say, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I was, I was, highly agitated but yeah like I think that I mean dog walker is an example of this decline in society and civility mm-hmm. and and so mm-hmm. is gas pump woman but well yeah they're out there these people are out there waiting for us gas gas pump woman clearly is angry I mean there's something going on with her that it isn't related to to you but she's also very brazen I would never I would like to um, approach the dog walker and say, don't you see the sign that says, put the leash? You're supposed to have a leash on the dog, but I just cannot bring myself to do that because nobody listens to that. Nobody yeah. wants to hear, nobody wants to be reprimanded when they're out of no. school. Mm-hmm. And I so that, that lady reprimanded you, but she had a point. And <sighs> no, uh, you know, I was thinking, KJ's going to just accept my story as an illustration of the incivility of society and she's not going to weigh in and then but you are and you well, think I, I did it wrong I just can't I can't help hearing what would Jolene do in my head what would Jolene do and oh, Jolene Jolene isn't that song Dolly Parton Jolene Jolene yes and <laughs> you think I'm wrong there was I, there was spots were there, was there space. spots open in the front you just didn't want to park there for fear no, of a board spots at the gas even? station i don't want yeah. yeah 
Um, I don't want to be up there where they're going to all ding my car up and, and uh-huh. get in my but way there, when I need to like open my door. There are other places to park at Quick Trip, not pump related. You could go over by the gap where you fill up your air and your tires or somewhere. Why is that any better? Like if the notion is there's specific business that's supposed to be taking place at this spot, whether it be put in gas or put in air, what's the difference if I park in either and don't intend to do either? If you, I didn't, I don't want you parking in front of the air and taking up space for <laughs> someone else, but there are spots like for big vehicles that, that you can park away, like where people get out and let their dogs to pee. That could be a place, but you never know when the traffic's going to be heavy and people, quick trips are always busy. So I would say, I would side with the lady, oh, not in how she handled KJ. it, not in how oh, she no. handled it, no, but no. I think that you you, you got to just take your chances with the door ding or what I like to do sometimes if it, there's a um, disability spot open and I'm not going to take the disability <gasps> spot. I'm not taking Even it. Even I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But you know how they have those little squiggly lines uh, and they're like painted lines, but they're sort of diagonal where nobody parks? Yes, to let the ramp come down. That's what those Is are for. Is that what they're for? Surely. You think they're just like buffer zones? Yes, I think no. they're buffer zones. No, I'm okay, pretty so sure it's so not so okay. the ramp can come down. Oh, So it's no. not okay to park into that little area so you don't get door dings? No, what's okay, no? Well, you cannot do that. No, I'm not talking about the whole way, but let's say fifty. No, I understand. You're going to overlap it a little bit just to nudge yourself yeah. a farther away from the yeah. you know long where door. no one no. else can park, or the the likelihood of anyone else parking on the other side of me is low. Nope, that's okay. that is like wheelchair is accessible. That, okay, space. is that just as bad as parking in the gas pump area? Oh, world's worse. World's okay. worse. Well, now that I know it's for a ramp, you know, my mom has a wheelchair ramp that comes out the, we have a van. This is new. You probably don't know this. We have a van that we bought for mom's wheelchair and we do the ramp out the back, not the side. So I just don't think about it coming out the side, but now I will, Karen. Thank you for your insight. You are welcome. Thank goodness I saved you from this. Yes. Just, uh, you but selfish yeah, you idiot. Park in the I can't believe. <laughs> You know, I haven't I haven't evaluated this with anyone else because I've been sort of embarrassed that I said thank you when someone called me a selfish idiot. But now I now that I the only other person who I've confided in has said that I did it wrong, I'm going to have to get a different opinion. Yeah, um, I think you should ask Amber. Okay. And I want to know what Amber says because I think Amber would choose. I think that you saying thank you is not even near the top of what she thinks is the worst part of that story. Oh. I I think like any self-respecting person who gets called a selfish idiot for no reason, I think that can be the worst part of the story when they say you, thank you. Yeah, but you, you aren't, that's not who, I wouldn't, I don't know that I would say thank you, but I don't know. <laughs> I think who I would? Who would have that happen to them and then say thank you? Well, I think saying thank you for your insights was a very good way to handle that. Don't you um, think that was a good line? Yes, but she thought you were being, did you, it was your tone. What was your tone? No like? tone, no tone, okay, Kirsten. Okay. I mean, right. so I was then, sincere. Like, I was like, get me the heck out of here. Yeah, you didn't want to cause insight. a scene and you did not want to have a fight. And you know, nowadays people, it's And I could have taken scary. her. Let me, can I just, can I just say between you and me, I could have taken her. Oh, I believe I mean, that. It was, I haven't seen her, was, but I believe I was it. sort of tempted, especially 
when I drove away and then thought like my pride is, is just in a rubble, I almost circled back to take her down. <laughs> Not to say you were she sorry. Was a smoker. Was right. She was also uh-huh, smoking uh-huh. at the ga- gas pump, which I'm pretty sure is just as illegal as parking there to get a soda. I mean, if tick for tat. Well, there is a sign that I think that says something like that, but maybe not. But it's not smart. It's not smart. Uh-huh. Well, that's probably how she's going to go out. But so let me tell you, I think she was very wrong. I think she was very wrong in how she handled it because she's not, you're a grown woman. It's not her place to tell you what you should be doing. That's right. It's from mm-hmm. her little conversion van. So I guess it doesn't really matter that what you did might be questionable to some people. Some people. Because what she did shouldn't be questionable to anyone because that is not how you, that's not going to do any good for anybody. No. And this brings us back to the civilized society. Like this is just not how we behave out there, people. No, it's not. And Mm -mm. yeah, yours was better. Thank you. But there's all, there's all these little, I mean, all of them have the same, it's just like, the people that, yes, you're right, this woman behaved way poor, more poorly than the two gentlemen, but it's still the same idea. It's like, you're not That's the right. only one out here. That you, you think you get to tell the rest of the world how to how do to things yeah. or... And what's right and wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Karen, this is just amazing. I can't, I really can't wait to hear what, you know, get your, get some, maybe Sister Kate, let her weigh in. Um, I'm glad. I mean, I'm happy to say I was wrong about that. I'm wrong about the wheelchair ramp. Uh huh. Yeah, you were. Now that we were keeping track, you were wrong about that. And let's see what else. <laughs> my initial reaction was, Karen, you can't park there. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I never even. I never even occurred to me that I was like mm-hmm. encroaching. You're like, oh, nobody's on a here. I'll park here quick. Go get my diet coke and move along about my day. I mean, it was. It was. Con- it was premeditated like I I decided as mm-hmm. I do every day and I will say every day since maybe just to spite that woman park mm-hmm. there when I'm just getting my soda <laughs> now that's fabulous uh, now I think it's okay yeah no you think like I, I paid the price yes you paid the price decision. I've already You're paid for this selfish idiot thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you I mean just horrible oh. thank you for your insight but we've thank all been you. there Karen where we've just said oh god I you know you think of the best thing to say 30 minutes later or whatever yeah, it took me like two seconds to realize I should have said something other yeah, than thank you. You should probably should have doubled back. Okay, well, let's not dwell. Let's, let's, it's bringing up yeah, that Yeah, let's memories. not dwell. Let's not dwell. No. Okay, what else well, do we want to talk about? That, that's, I think we need to just, I think that's a good place to end. But I would like to hear maybe from other people listening, whether Karen should have parked there. Oh, gosh. We're opening the door, huh? <laughs> whether the woman should have said anything at all. And whether I'm just over the top crazy about this dog thing. Yeah, I think that's fine. Maybe focus a little bit more on his KJ over the top crazy than to judge <laughs> yeah. my parking habits. But however you'd like to provide your feedback, everyone, that's just fine. We welcome yes. we welcome all thoughts. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, Karen, I appreciate it so much you coming on, especially on short notice. Thank you, Kirsten. Enjoy your evening. You too. Taste test with the Hall of Famer. Well, yes, it is time for Taste Test with the Hall of Famer. And not only do we have the Hall of Famer here tonight, but we are blessed with two more people, all of us drinking two beers. We have 
Mama, who says she's not going to say anything, but she will drink the beer. And we have, if speaking of tangent listeners, we'll remember her as Crazy Ant. And it's Crazy Ant. Now, do you want to be called Crazy Ant the whole time, or do you want me to call you a different thing? You can call me CJ KJ. Okay, CJ and KJ, that's right. I'd like to apologize. I don't know what the sound's going to be like. We are all sitting around one microphone tonight, so we apologize for the poor audio, if there is any poor audio. First, before we do the taste test um i got an email from ed butt oh hang on it's the name drop name drop of the week and he's commenting on two things and i'm gonna read it about laundry because i just have a feeling that cj will have a different take than mama so these are sisters (laughs) and cj is 10 years younger So you might have a different take. So here we go. I'm going to find the email. He's got two things, one and two. Well, I'm going to switch it up and read number two first. I loved your segment with Sean Morrissey. I have been to Red Rocks, but I've never seen a concert there. I like Brandi Carlisle's music, and I'm even a member of her wine club. And I do know that. Mm -hmm. So your discussion with Sean has now added a new item to my bucket list. Next time she plays at Red Rocks, I'm inviting myself. You're invited, Ed. I don't know if we'll all be able to get tickets because it was not easy to get tickets, but definitely want to go, and the Hall of Famer hasn't been either. So, number one, a PS on laundry. In our household, when deciding whether to buy a garment, it is two strikes against something if we cannot just throw it in the washing machine and the dryer. Something needs to be very special if it requires more careful care than that. I said that it was we were putting the laundry issue to bed after Mama was on, but I just, I have to know what you think, CJ. Do you like to throw everything in one load and dry everything in one load? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do tell. That Perfect. That is terrible. Uh, you have to sort. And I was telling KJ tonight that I have some ideas for her that I've been using that I love. And one I picked up from TikTok, and that's using, <laughs> I know. You're so hip. None of us in this household use TikTok. I think I saw TikTok on YouTube, so I'm still oh. kind of behind. Yeah. Okay. But it's squirting a squirt of Dawn dishwashing detergent into your uh, tub of clothes. And it works so great on whites. It's unbelievable. Mm. And I've used blooming before, so... And wait, wait. used everything else you can imagine. Back up, blooming? Blueing. Blueing, like B-L-U-E-I-N-G? Yes, it's a bottle of blue liquid that you add to whites that makes them appear whiter. It's because of the color spectrum. I don't understand it, but it's something that laundries always used. And I couldn't get my whites as white as I wanted them, but this Dawn detergent has huh. really done the trick. Dawn dishwashing detergent. Dishwash and, soap? Yeah, okay. which you use in the sink. Oh. And the other thing is washing soda. And that just makes everything work so well. What is washing soda? I don't know. It just says washing soda. Oh. <laughs> is it like powder? It's Arm & Hammer, so it has to be baking soda. Okay. Uh, and they have a super washing powder that I haven't tried yet. And but I'd like to. So the Dawn dish soap 
you pour it in like after you've thrown your clothes in yes. the wash machine? Yeah. I mean, well, I just squirt it in. Oh, how much? A squirt. One squirt? Know. Yeah, one squirt. And if I have bad whites, you know, that have really taken a beating, I might put in two, but it really makes them oh. white. So you do live on the edge. You may put in two squirts um, of Dawn. I'm a laundress. Oh. <laughs> we were also going to talk about the Shout color collectors. Shout mm. makes a product that looks like a dryer sheet yeah. that you just lay on the top of your clothing if you've got mixed colors going in. That's what we do. absorb all the excess color. See, so now that's more... to your fabrics. Do we... But how much chemicals in that? How does that... How will that change my carbon footprint? Who cares I'm, when it comes to laundry? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, such worries, but, you know. If you don't want colors to run, you put a shout sheet on the top if you think something's going to run, and it won't. So that sounds like it's more appropriate for the Hall of Famer and I, and now Mama, because we don't sort. Well, most of the time it doesn't matter. That you sort? No, that you don't wash, you know, colors, different colors together. Normally it doesn't matter, but it does matter for whites. Oh. So if you stick in something white with colored things. So the shout sheet, and wasn't there something else you were telling me before? The like oxy something? Oxy. I use Oxy all the time. What is it? Well, I use Oxy the clean? liquid that I pour into my washing clothes, but I have uh, someone who's working in dirt all the time. Uh-huh. So it's really heavy-duty washing, and so I do use Oxy clean in clothes like that. It makes your colors brighter because it, Okay. At least it's the advertising slogan, but I think it works. What about, what do you use for your technical fibers? Ah, oh, my technical fibers. <laughs> you don't have to use much for them because oh. they come out so well. But for like white tennis shoes, I spray them down with OxyClean. I put in the washing soda. I put in the Dawn dishwasher liquid. I think. liquid and it gets very clean. I use fabric softener too, and Downey has a new fabric softener coming out. Oh. Yeah. We'll be waiting for you, that you, one, folks. Yeah, you use the fabric softener as well uh, for every load? Well, my husband really likes fabric softener. Oh. So I do use it on most of his clothes, but he's got those um, kind of crunchy clothes when they're work clothes, oh, so they yeah. just feel better on his skin. But I do use it a lot. Oh. So why do you, my deal is I don't want to hang everything. Can I put things in the dryer and they won't shrink? I put most everything in the dryer. And if you have a fairly new dryer, it kind of senses when your clothes are getting dry. It's not new. So it takes them out. My own personal clothes that I don't want to shrink, I do put them on a, a drying thing. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, most everything goes in the dryer. Bras? No. Oh. Okay. Never. Mm. Every now and then in a pinch, but it's just hard on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Mama said. She's nodding her head, everyone. <laughs> There's a giggle. Well, and you have to buy new bras every now and then, too. That helps. <laughs> Not till they fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Not till they fall off? Fall apart? 
<laughs> okay, well, it sounds like you do your laundry a lot like Karen Middlestadt. I don't know. Yep. I didn't hear her podcast. Yeah, I well, she, she also used the term laundress, so anybody that uses that term is really into it, I think. I think I just caught called a laundress not too long ago, and that's why it stuck in my mind, because <laughs> I would have never thought of myself that way, but... I got a new washer and dryer, and now I'm a laundress. Okay. Well, I, I think the only thing we might try is the Dawn dish soap. That really works. Okay. I wouldn't have believed it, and I and thought, maybe, how can it hurt? I can try it. Maybe the shout sheets. Yes, Hall of Famer? We don't really have whites. No. We don't wear a lot of clothes that are white. We don't. So I don't think we need that silly stuff. Oh. No white socks? Well, no, we do really. have, I have white socks, but I just throw them in with the darks. They're gray now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you have to throw them away and buy new white ones. Okay. All right. All right. I can do that. <laughs> yep. uh, thank you for giving us your opinion on laundry. Now, let's ha- drink some beer. Mm. The Hall of Famer, we have two beers and she's going to describe the beers. All right. The first one we're going to have is from... Drecker Brewing Company in Fargo, North Dakota. We have a Midwest beer. Yes, we kind of do. I don't know. I don't well, really want to take North Dakota as Midwest, but that's just me. I'm going to stop for a minute because <laughs> CJ here actually just drove here to our house from Fargo today. First of all, is North Dakota, in your opinion, a Midwestern state? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, not a great plane. Oh, it's both. Oh. It can have dual personalities. Okay, so good. Okay, so you think the Hall of Famer is crazy for not calling it a Midwestern state. Really? 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 I'm getting the look right now. Yeah, <laughs> she thinks it's only Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay, well, everybody has their own opinions, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> but I think, it's, I think North Dakota is a Midwestern state. And you're, Mama, you're from North Dakota. Do you think it's Midwestern? I always thought it was, but... When I hear Great Plains, that's probably more like it. <laughs> Very smart. Yeah, she's diplomatic here. Uh, okay, so it's Drecker, and you, yeah. CJ, have been to Drecker. I have been. I do not understand the appeal of breweries. I don't like sitting on picnic benches that have no padding on them. And they, everybody just kind of tromps in, and they wash down the floors at night, which I do appreciate, but I just don't see the appeal of picnic tables on cement. <laughs> I don't. So Drecker must have picnic tables. They do, and it's rather large, mm-hmm. so it holds a lot of people. It's really well known okay. in uh, North Dakota. It's really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are wearing a lot of their merch, yeah. as, you, as yeah. they say. Yes. So I, I'm not a fan, but that doesn't mean everybody else in the world isn't. They are. Right. And the well, I like the logo. It's a Viking, right? Yeah, it is. Not a Minnesota Viking, an actual Viking. And yep. I have a t-shirt that says, uh, I come from the land of the ice and snow, which oh. is Led Zeppelin. Uh, I don't know how they get away with that, but that's what they have in their t-shirts. Maybe mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin that. released that. Maybe they don't own the rights to their own music. I have no idea, but it's a good Google question. It is because they've been to Iceland, and then they wrote that song either there or right after they returned. Oh, great song! Hmm. Yeah, it is. Okay, so you want to describe the can? Yes, it is uh, an orange. Wait, what? Sorry, who's this from? Oh, this is from Patrick 
Smith. Okay. Is this the last one from Patrick nope, one Smith? One more. One more. Okay. Yep. yep. And he sent us another. He sent us another Drecker. So this is the second Midwestern yep. beer. I like he's... the other Drecker. I want to go to Drecker. Okay. I love some picnic tables on Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one is an orange label, but like with different color orangish stripes, with a skull on the front, with like seepage on the skull of maybe lemony banana looking stuff with a curl on top and an eyeball out it, it's, it's oh, kind of gross so looking. appealing yeah, yeah it's kind of gross looking but i'm all in yeah okay. let's um, that. and yeah. it's called lemon <laughs> apricot bra- brains double fruit smoothie sour oh yeah this is the one that says brains with like eight eyes brains yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like something of a 14-year-old boy would like. Yes. Now, I I, I forgot to say that I'm on like day eight or nine of Whole30, and so I was the one that really pushed the taste test tonight (laughs) because I'm dying for a little bit of sugar. So this is the only way I get around this. And she's probably going to love it. She'll probably I think I'll really like the... I think I'll like both of these tonight. Before we continue... Well, actually, is there an ABV on there, everybody? I cannot find one on here. However, it does break it down into categories. Malt, pale two-row, wheat, carafoam, hops, magnum, holler to blanc. Okay. Flora, (laughs) lactobacillus culture... I'm laughing at CJ. ale yeast. <laughs> Gimmicks. Lemon, more lemon, apricot, more apricot, sea salt, lactose, and vanilla beans. Oh, I think we're all going to like this one. Yeah, this is very interesting combination. A three? Well, I think it's going to be better. Okay, we need we need to review the cheesy rating system first because we're all going to taste okay. this and then we're going to rate it. Zero is ish. One is criminy. Two, oofda. Three, it's interesting. Four, ah, geez, it's good. And five, you betcha. (laughs) How many swallows do you get? Uh, Well, the Hall of Famer usually takes two swallows. And first things first, the the beer must be served ice cold. These are the Todd Takei rules. Ice cold, you have to sniff the beer first, and then you drink it. Two sips is usually all you need to render your verdict but then you can have the rest of the you know well if everybody loves it we'll have to split it up i think you need at least a beer to drink first until you taste test because then everything tastes pretty good yeah well you you did in fact cj you're not done with it but you you are drinking a shell sangria prior to the taste test which is very good yeah you like like it it. this is a also a midwestern beer it's from, I think, New Ulm? Yeah. New Ulm, Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Definitely Midwestern. But we don't have CJ's favorite beer, which is... Oh, God. oh yeah. Michelob Ultra. Yeah. And everybody can groan at yep. the same time. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah, when we said, will you do this taste test? Well, you're going to have Michelob Ultra. <laughs> All right, so take a sniff. All right. We'll go with Mama first. She says she's not going to say anything, but she'll at least give us a, a zero so to five. If she, if she spurts it out, we'll know what she thinks. Yeah. <laughs> what does it smell like? like? Juice, like apricot juice, or? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you need a video. <laughs> I don't think so. 
you are taking a second sip. The look of pain. Yeah. <laughs> no, I no. Okay, what number? One. Say that again? Oh, maybe two. Two? Ufta? Yeah. Ufta. Sounds okay. pretty generous, yeah. according to the look on her face. <laughs> she said one at first, so I think we'll have to take, you know, your gut instinct, which was criminy. Okay, CJ's turn. Okay, I have no sense of smell. That's right, you don't. Okay, so it's true. She can't I smell don't. anything. I can't smell anything. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of bubbly. I like that. Oh, is it okay? We forgot to say it's yellowish, apricotish. Oh, yeah. It 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 doesn't look quite like a smoothie, but it's thicker. It is definitely thick. Oh, in the yeah, in that glass yeah. it does. Definitely can't see through it. You think Definitely it's carbonated? It, it's like a little yeah, carbonated. It is, and I would drink this again. Oh, so that so means if it... I go to Drecker, which I know I will, mm-hmm. I will try to remember. I will order it as Look that for the brains. horrible brains. Yep. Yeah, brains. and so what number would you put on that? Is oh. that a five? You betcha. A five, Whoa. you betcha. We we don't give out many wow. of those. And Ben wow. was a one. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hall of Famer's okay. turn. You can definitely smell the lemon. Uh, very lemony. Okay. Smells so fresh. Okay. Not like apricot juice? Mm-mm. Lemon more for you. Oh, that's good. Oh. Mm. Are we going to fight over this? I think so. Hmm. Oh, and it, it, it gives you a little... Yeah. A little lemony bite to it. Mm-hmm. A little tang. The fact that my tongue, tongue is numb may make a difference. Yeah. Oh, from your lollipop? Yeah. We'll go with that. It probably would have been a five otherwise. <laughs> okay. That is a five. I will agree. Oh, you it's, betcha. Yeah, Two you betchas yeah. and a criminy. It's very tasty. Patrick did an excellent job on this one. Okay. Well, I think Drecker, that's... Are we sharing this? Mm-hmm. There's enough glasses. Well, for we're sharing. How much alcohol content? We were not able to find that oh, on the can. Oh, is that what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. I bet it says on their website. Yeah. It probably does. Well, why would we look that up? We don't well, look things up. No. All right, my turn. I think it smells not quite lemony. It does kind of smell apricotty, um, or even like kind of kind of like CJ. CJ was just asking how many calories. Well, I mean that's and important. I think that is a good question. They a don't lot. ever list those on. Beers that I've seen. Except Way more than a Michelob What does Michelob Ultra have? You probably know. 100. 100. Jeez. That's a diet beer? I mean, that's a low... Yeah, low... and it only has two carbohydrates. Uh, you are on a low carbohydrate. I can't thing. stand Michelob Ultra, though. Me neither. I can't do it. Put some tomato juice in it. Oh, no. That's... I can't... And you some hot sauce. I don't like tomatoes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad we brought you a bunch of tomatoes. Well, the, garden. the Hall of Famer loves tomatoes, oh, fired up. and the je- jelly. I love jelly, so okay. we'll be good there. All right. So, I think it sort of smells like some sort of kitchen cleaner, like a lemon. <laughs> That's the lemon. The lemon. lemon okay. Lysol. All right. Here we go. I think I'm gonna like this too. I do too. Yeah. I see what you're saying. There is a little bubbly to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drink number two. It's between a four plus and a five. Wow. Um, it's way up there. That is a winner. Yep. So if you were drinking this, you wouldn't really have beer on your breath, would you? I don't think so. You'd no. have lemon apricot on yeah. your breath. Yeah. yeah. Very, very fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might have to fight over that one. But yep. just please remember, wife, that I'm on hold 30, and I may really want a little <laughs> yeah, bit of this. That's fine. We already have a fire in the solo stove going so that we're yes, d- we when we're done 
recording this, we can go and take our beer out to the fire. Okay, thank you, Patrick Smith. You um, were successful. I'm sorry that my mother did not like it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try it again without the deadening of my tongue. Yeah, she, she's got a medicinal lollipop to help with her coughing. And she's saying that her tongue is numb. So that might have affected her for her tasting. Should I put the lollipop away? Yes. Okay, go ahead, Hoffer. All right, the next one is from Perrin Brewing Company. Oh, and that's from Ed Butt, right? Yes, this is from Ed Butt, and it is from Michigan, crafted in Michigan. Ooh, we have a Midwestern beer! Once again, I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't see where in Michigan... Uh, I'm sure I'll find it, but maybe not. It's it just a, says crafted there. The can itself uh, is very, it's very nice looking, um, kind of simple, but... Uh, much better than the brain can. Well, yeah, it's much more appealing. It's a little more laid back because it's it's more black and like a, a pale yellow. But there's some cool little decorations on there. Little decal is what it kind of looks like. And just says black ale. This beer is counterintuitive. It pours dark as night, but drinks like a summer afternoon. Oh, Ooh. wow. And it's alcohol by volume is 5.8%. Oh, okay. Yep. So uh, we'll, we'll give that a go. Oh, wait, I found it. It's brewed in Comstock Park, Michigan. Okay. Do you think I'm going to like this black ale? Uh, I, I don't think you generally like black ale. Oh, isn't it just like a stout? Look no. at the head on that. No, um, it isn't. All right. Okay, Mama's first. Give it a sniff. It smells like beer. It smells like beer, she says. I'm going to tell you this right now. She's not going to like this. Not very much. What kind of cough syrup does it taste like? <laughs> She's going for a second sip or no? Kind of like... Well, just be, to give it a fair shake, that's why. Okay, go for number two. <laughs> she just choked on it. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like, I don't burn coffee or something. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't what taste. number would you give that? Which one did you like better? Probably the first one. Okay, so that was a one try. <laughs> so this is a zero-ish? Am I speaking out of turn? Or? That's fine. A zero-ish? That's okay. fine. Is your tongue still numb, though? Can it's we better. blame that? It's All right, zero ish. Sorry, Ed, but Mama doesn't like it. Mama doesn't like beer, though. No, you don't like beer. Okay. CJ's turn. My turn. Um, it does have a burnt taste to it, but it's not horrible. Okay. It's better than some other brewery brews I've had before, but I wouldn't want to drink much of it. It does taste like cold coffee. Oh, yeah. Then I might like it because I drink a cold coffee every morning. I don't drink coffee. I know you don't. Yeah. Your coffee is Mountain Dew. Diet yeah. Mountain Dew? Yeah, Diet Mountain Diet Dew. Mountain Dew. Yeah. That, I think that's why I like the other one. It had that lemony yes. kind of taste that cuts yeah. through. Yeah, it does kind of taste like mm-hmm. Yeah, it Dew. does. Look at she's still going for a third I am. Well, anyway, it's in aren't... front of me. <laughs> Give us your number when you after your next oh. drink. Oh, mm, three. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the way That's the offer good. goes is, it's interesting she would not order it again. It has to be a four for yeah. her to order it again. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't order this again. Yeah. But I'm not screwing up my face that this is 
horrible thing I'm drinking. Okay. Which reminds me of a story. I always have a story. But have you ever drank kids' cough syrup before? Yes. Yes. Once when I was sick, I had no cough syrup. And so I drank some of my grandkids' cough syrup. Oh, my God. That is terrible. No wonder they always cried whenever oh. I gave it to them. <laughs> this is like, drink it up. It's what was terrible. It? I don't know. Anything. Something? They're all horrible. Do you There's... like NyQuil? Well, but not for kids. No, but I mean, do you like NyQuil for adults? No, but, Mm-mm. you know, I mean, you know, cough syrup is cough syrup, so mm-hmm. you expect that. But it's like 10 times worse so than cough worse syrup. Than adults? Oh, oh, God, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, terrible. Growing up, there was one that I liked. I think it was called like Dimatap. Dimatap. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They took well, it off oh, the market, liked it. didn't they? Did they? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Great yeah. Dimatap? Yeah. I liked so it. Gross. Yeah, it's off the market. <laughs> yeah, I think oh. it is. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Okay, CJ's still drinking, but that's just because it's in front of her. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, it is dark in color. It is definitely blackish brown, but yeah, it's very dark. It looks maybe like a Guinness. Yeah, it kind of does. Smells, smells dirty. Dirty socks or dirty coffee? Just, no, like dirty water. Yeah, earthy maybe. Okay. Like beets. Like beets. Oh, that's just gross. <laughs> this is how she usually responds to black nope. ales and stouts and stuff. Oh, uh, it's that's just a whole bunch of gross in there. I can't even like. I don't even want to take a second sip. Then don't take a second. I don't think I will. It's a zero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't even have a second sip. Yeah. Yeah. Same as mama. Yeah, that's just not good at all. Yeah. You might want to change it from a three. No, no, I never order it. Oh, it tastes burnt. I'll keep drinking it. Oh, well, that's in front of me. Yeah, it doesn't smell burnt to me. Did you think it smelled smelled burnt when you sniffed it or only when you tasted it? Yeah, I think I did, didn't I? What did I I say? I don't remember. It smells like beer. That's what you said, said. and that's what I just said. Yeah, it smells like beer, which means I probably won't like it. Oh, no. I like that. Oh, good. Would you order it? I got to take another sip for that to make that determination. I think drinking a whole one would be hard. I don't think I'd order another one. Mm-mm. I like the Drecker much better. I did not expect to like the Drecker much better, but I do. This is probably a three plus, maybe. Although I think I've said in the past that if it's a three plus, I'll order it again. So I may be better downgrade that to a three because I don't think I'd order it again. It's interesting, but that's How where I draw the alcohol line. alcohol is in it, does it say? 5.8, did she yep. say? Oh. Yep, 5.8, mm-hmm. a good amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think we're going to be fighting over the Drecker, and then I will take what's left of the parent if nobody else wants that one. And thank you, Ed Butt, and thank you, Patrick Smith, and thank you, CJ and Mama, for joining us. And I hope you all had a good Central Standard time. Oh, we did. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm drinking alcohol, so yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That's the podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Midwest Bias Pod, and you can email your questions and comments to Midwest Bias Pod at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and review and subscribe or follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Overcast, that's where I get my podcasts. And no, Overcast is not a sponsor of this podcast yet. But best rubber stamp is...
Thanks so much to Best Rubber Stamp and Christopher Giannini and all the folks over there. You can find them at bestrubberstamp.net. Email them at stamps at bestrubberstamp.net or give them a call at 901-278-4500. Mention Midwest Bias, get 20% off your first order. And especially be sure to rate and review this podcast if you really like it. If you don't like it, no worries. Don't even waste your time. Really, it's fine. So thank you. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Bye now. She calls me a selfish idiot, and I, my rebuttal is to say thank you. (laughs) 